Hello, Gapier Universe. I'm Julia Rogers. And I'm Margot Brookfield. Welcome to Gapier Radio, the show that brings you information and inspiration to plan a life-changing Gapier adventure. So Margot, you had the opportunity to chat with Tyler Newman, who is the founder of a Gapier program, Year of Mastery, but also a Gapier student herself. So tell us some more about your conversation with her. Yes. So Tyler, we had a great chat earlier this week, and she is an inspiring young woman who, like so many other students this year, basically decided to opt out of the freshman year of online learning, um, you know, as a result of COVID to venture on a gap adventure. So obviously this year travel is not as feasible and she is very creative and decided to launch her own gap year program, which offers its own cohort-based support system for students to basically explore a different passion or interest every month for a year. So they have mentors, they have, you know, buddies within their small cohorts of gap year students, and it is entirely student-led and run and is very much financially accessible. So it's really cool to just hear more about her, you know, the brainchild behind all of it. What are all the different facets of this program? And then in addition to her own personal gap year explorations during her year of mastery, Tyler also discusses with us her side projects of tutoring youth, running Afro Puff Chronicles, as well as planning for her upcoming Women of Color Conference in March that she is planning to host virtually. So she's got a lot going on and shares many of her pursuits with us. Holy smokes, that is a busy woman. <laughs> I know. I love it. And at I such mean, a young age, I personally have been very impressed by her accomplishments thus far. Yeah. I mean, so many people at the beginning of this pandemic were like, what could you even do if you took a gap year? And I think that sounds like Tyler's going to tell us what's what with um, even when you're not traveling or, you know, going away, quote unquote, you can still have some amazing types of exploration. Totally. And things that you can do from the comfort of your own home, you know, as long as a student has access to internet in some capacity, uh, a lot of these students seem to be doing language learning or, you know, instruments or, you know, online courses on coding or whatever it might be, things that are just accessible and people to hold you accountable to your goals for that time. So, you know, having that camaraderie that many students might need or want during this time of, you know, isolation and whatever it is that we're dealing with, um, to have a cohort of, of like-minded students to hold you accountable, to support you, to talk about mental health and how it is doing all these things from home, all of that. I mean, it's a really unique and wonderful model. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about it. Um, This sounds really great. Yes. Awesome. Well, without further ado, let's get started and hear from Tyler. Today on the pod, we have Tyler Newman joining us, who is a current gap year student who founded a program called Year of Mastery, which is a place for gap year students to unlock their fullest potential through 12 months of passion exploration. So welcome to the pod today, Tyler. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So happy to have you. So Tyler, I guess pre-year of mastery, what initially brought you to decide to take a gap year before heading to college? And you know, was this decision impacted by COVID or something you had considered previously? So I actually had never um, thought that I would take a gap year before this year, and it was very much COVID-based. Um, just at my school, a lot of people, they just went straight to college and it was very abnormal for people to take a gap year. So it was just never in my vocabulary. I always kind of 
had heard of people doing so and like I had always really been interested in doing service trips and traveling um, and a lot of people in those programs with me would end up taking a gap year or some of the counselors were taking gap years um, but I just never saw it as something that I personally would do um, until COVID of course hit and um, since I'll be going to school in California uh, my parents were not comfortable having me travel across the country during uh, a global pandemic so that's where they kind of drew the line and it was an interesting kind of um, occurrence because it wasn't actually a decision that I made. Um, I was very much pushing for school even if it might be virtual which it turned out being um, for Stanford because at the last minute instead of having students come to campus um, they ended up making all instruction virtual except for um, some students that could come to campus. So it ended up working in my favor, but um, it was definitely not something that I anticipated. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of what happened. And, and over time, I definitely kind of grew into the whole gap year experience. Um, and I have embraced it because I know that it was the best opportunity for me because I'm not the best online learning. So I think that in the end, things all worked out for the best. You are so not alone in that, Tyler. I think there are so many students this year, as I'm sure you've come to realize, that have opted to take that same path, maybe having not thought about it beforehand. But so cool to hear how you have embraced it in, in such a positive and productive way, which brings me to my next question is, you know, obviously we're here, you know, here to have you tell us more about Year of Mastery. And so, you know, once you decided, okay, gap year is what I'm doing. I'm not going to Stanford this fall. What was your process in figuring out what to do with your time? And what was your kind of spark to decide to create Year of Mastery? So at first I was honestly totally lost. Um, just the whole idea of having 12 months to do whatever I wanted with my time just seemed so out of the ordinary because um, so many of us are just kind of on these predefined tracks and like, I guess like treadmills of <laughs> this is where you go and it's just like a conveyor belt to like different aspects of your life and I just felt like I had been working for so many years like just to get into a good college and like after that I didn't really think about what I'd do once I got in. Um, so then I feel like there was a lot of, um, I guess soul searching and trying to figure out like what is my purpose? Um, what do I want to really devote my time to? Is the major that I'm thinking about for college really what I want to do? So that's kind of like where I was in the beginning of my gap year phase, just kind of trying to figure everything out. Um, and then I started to think, I have so many like passions that I have, um, but in high school, I didn't really have that much time to explore them because I was working on college apps and doing extracurriculars and homework. So I was thinking to myself, how cool would it be if this year I could just focus solely on the things that I'm passionate about and really develop those things in a way that I might not have time to do um, while I'm in college or during other like phases of my life. So that's kind of what inspired the year of mastery. And another thing was that since I do have so many passions and I, I always as my family um, fondly says, is that I'm always kind of doing a little bit too much. Um, the way that I wanted to tackle all these passions was by defining each one to one month. So like for one month, I would do um, 
I'd work on a short film or like another month, like what I did this month is work on a short screenplay. So like I would put all of these passions into certain months so that I can just focus and dive deeply into each one of them without being a little overwhelmed or have too many things going on. So I feel like those two kind of aspects of myself, one, wanting to explore and also just wanting to make sure that I give each of my passions like the time that they deserve uh, was what inspired the unique framework for the year of mastery. What do you, I mean, that is exactly what the, I think, definition of a gap year should be, right? Is being able to ex- explore your passions and figure that out. And I think so valid of the, like you said, treadmill that can be, I think, K through 12 education for so many students where, yeah, you just kind of push yourself through and don't have time to really step back and, and explore those things. So if you could tell us a little bit more about the structure of Year of Mastery, you know, what is it all about? I know you have cohorts, you have mentors. What is it that helps guide students on their 12 months of their gap year? Yeah, so the Year of Mastery is broken into two kind of factions. So um, the first one is our Year of Mastery Network, which is a bunch of gap year students and they don't have to be in our program. Um, and they just come together through our Discord and our Facebook groups um, to just talk about gap years, uh, talk about their experiences, uh, ask questions and give advice, things like that. And we also do monthly events with them. Um, so our last event, which was actually yesterday, was a um, which it was a gap year panel with a. Um, a representative from the Gap Year Association as well as a former Gap Year student. So we do events such as that and also like networking events for Gap Year students so that they can have things to look forward to and um, ways to get connected while a lot of people are at home and quarantining um, across the country. And also we have some international students as well, which is pretty awesome. So the second faction of the Year of Mastery is our program. So our program is Um, As you said, 12 months of skill exploration, Um, and we have about 20 students in our network right now in our program, and they're divided into smaller cohorts within that large group, and they get to know those people very well um, as they have accountability buddies within those small cohorts, and those are people that will check in on them throughout the week and also just like make sure that they're on task Um, still completing their Year of Mastery projects and are just a support system for them. So we have that kind of accountability built into the program. Um, And also we have kind of a show and tell at the beginning and at the end of the month where people talk about the challenges they'll do each month, uh, which we all share. And then um, they also share what they completed at the end of the month. Uh, So that's a fun way to kind of know that you'll have to work on your projects so that you'll be able to show um, your friends and the people in your cohorts kind of what you've been doing. So I think that's been really unique. And um, even though I've been kind of orchestrating everything, I feel like I've been able to learn so much from um, each of the people in my cohort and also in the larger program uh, because they're always challenging me in so many different ways, which I love. That is such a unique model. I love to hear that. And I think especially for this year in particular, where like you said, people are home, they are maybe quarantined, isolated, to be able to have a cohort of people that you're you know, meeting with, counting on, holding you accountable. I mean, what a unique way to connect, um, you know, despite the barriers of COVID right now. That's, that's really neat. 
And I also saw, so I, I guess, how do you help students define what what they're doing each month? Or is there an outline for what they might be doing for each of their monthly projects? Or how does, yeah, how do they go about selecting what those things are? So each of the monthly challenges and projects that each of our students pick out is very much uh, personalized and customizable. Um, so a lot of them are just pursuing things that they always wish they would do in high school. Um, we have a document full of like potential uh, challenge ideas that they can explore, but a lot of times those things um, are already kind of predetermined by the student. And we've had things such as baking or like learning their family recipes or coding a site from scratch, which is so impressive. Um, so a lot of people just go based off of what their interests are. A lot of people also think about what their potential major is and kind of dive into subject matter in that area. Um, so those are the things that kind of inspire the challenges for each month. Gotcha. That is, that's awesome. Um, and to be able to pick 12 things, gosh, even trying to think what I might pick for 12, 12 different months of 12 <laughs> different things I'd like to explore. I mean, what, what an open door. That's really exciting. And I know it mentioned too, I believe somewhere on your Instagram that you have, there's mentors. And I was curious if when you mentioned mentors, is that somebody outside of your cohort or is that just like within your cohort and the peer-based mentoring? So it's both. So we have peer-based mentors and this is more kind of on a volunteer basis. People are always willing to help each other uh, with their various projects or um, also like side interests. So we have a lot of um, interest chats and people often are like, sharing oh i want to learn french or something and then someone that lives there or knows the language fluently will be like oh i can help you i can be like your uh language partner so that happens a lot there's a lot of collaboration in that sense uh so informal kind of mentorship and then there's also mentorship that's outside of the program so um students have the option to basically use our um our framework and also a lot of our tips to reach out to mentors in whatever field that they're exploring for each month. Um, and I know for me, I've had mentors for each of my months um, from when I was doing the film uh, last month to when I've been working on the screenwriting. Um, and I think that's been really unique because I've been able to meet lots of different people in a lot of the fields that I'm interested in going into maybe as potential careers. Uh, through looking for mentors, but I've also gotten to know people that um, I've known for a lot of for a long time, but maybe didn't know like the the depth of their knowledge in a certain field. For example, my um, my uncle basically he um, he's really he's a great like illustrator, um, so. I asked him to be my mentor for one of the months and even though like he is someone that's close to me I um, I thought that he'd be really great and I didn't know exactly like how how deeply he loved illustration and how he could really help me and be a mentor to me in that way and so I feel like I've viewed him in a different lens because of this new unique partnership so I think that has been really awesome what a neat way to connect with people like that. I mean, whether it's somebody you've already known or maybe somebody new, I mean, that's such a, a really meaningful forum to, to make those connections. 
So, okay, film, what's your plan, I guess, moving forward for your 12 different months of mastery? Um, so there's a lot of different things that I want to tackle, but um, some of the ones that I'm looking forward to are I want to do one to two months of intensive Mandarin study because I've taken Mandarin for seven years in school. But at our school, we mostly kind of like dug into the writing and also the um, like the listening aspect of Mandarin. But like, I feel like my speaking is definitely uh, the side that has suffered most. So um, I want to do that. And then I also want to get into writing um, some like flash fiction because I know a lot of my my writing projects in the past have been really long. Um, so I wanted to kind of get into the habit of writing some shorter pieces and know how that whole process works. So those are some ones that I'm looking forward to. Um, I know that there's also projects that I wanted to do with uh, learning how to hip hop dance. So like there's a like the projects that I'm doing, it's definitely on a spectrum. <laughs> so very unique ones, but um, in general, hip hop dance has been something that I've always wanted to do. And I never thought I was good at dance, but I feel like I've been really surprising myself during quarantine and during my gap year because I've been pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Um, and I guess breaking some of the beliefs that I had about myself and about my abilities. So I'm slowly improving uh, my dancing skills, which I'm really excited about. And um, hopefully during that intensive dance month, I can improve even more. Oh gosh, that's so fun. I have a lot of respect for people who can hip hop dance well. I have to say, yes, I'm also not much of a dancer. So that is so, <laughs> that is super fun. And of these, all of these things that you're exploring, I guess, just out of curiosity, do you know yet what you're planning to study in college? And are these, any of these related to that? So I'm not quite sure. Um, I've been thinking about maybe product design, um, creative writing, uh, like film, or maybe even Mandarin, but those are the ones that I'm kind of like tossing around in my head. I'm not quite sure which one's going to stick, but um, I think that just like my gap year um, in college, I think it's gonna be a time for me to explore a lot of different subject matters. So um, I think that I'm going to try and try out as many classes as I can to try and see like what exactly my passion is and where I think my career will lie in the future. Absolutely. I mean, that's what this time should serve for you as well. And um, of course, you can continue exploring that in college, but, but very cool that you're able to kind of touch on all of those this year. And so I guess back to year of mastery, it seems that you now have a team of people working with you on the project. And so I think I saw you had four different people uh, serving different purposes. So I guess, how is that going managing a team and running this program while also working on your own you know, personal development during this time? It's definitely um, challenging to juggle for sure, but I think that my team really just serves as um, a sounding board for a lot of ideas and they help a lot with outreach. So um, they honestly are so invested and they, I feel like a lot of them, since they, two of them are actually um, previous gap year students and then um, two are current gap year students. So I feel like they have a connection to the mission of the Year of Mastery because um, they're believers in gap years themselves. So I feel like that's really unique. And a lot of them um, 
are just there to help out the current gap year students that are looking for advice, um, things like that. So um, I'm really glad that it's kind of a teamwork and like um, a team experience with them. So I think that has been really special. And are any of them participating in the year of mastery as well, or more just doing, yeah, overseeing or administrative or, you know, outreach stuff? So none of them are participating in the program itself. Um, but since they are in the network, they do a lot of just kind of communicating with the other Gapper students and also coming to the events for the cohorts. So they get a little bit of that experience, even though they're not formally in the program. Okay, gotcha. But you are participating as well, correct? And you have a cohort that you're working with? Yes. So I'm, I'm in one of the cohorts and I am participating in the program. Perfect. And then... I know that I think you have, I guess it must be three or four cohorts of students now. How is that going and how much do you check in with all of them? Yeah, so um, we do have four cohorts um, at this moment and um, I see them at least three to four times each month, which is pretty awesome. And then I see my accountability buddy, which is in one of the cohorts and switches around each month. Um, I see him or her. Uh, once a week so we FaceTime and just kind of like talk and like we ask each other like how have you been this week have you done your challenge um, what other things have been going on in your life at this time um, like mental health things like that uh, so just generally kind of making sure that we're um, that we're all in a good place and I feel like that's really good because we uh, really keep each other in the loop and I think just the consistent meetings um, really make your mastery feel really intimate and like a family. I think that's so important and especially you know as you mentioned the mental health piece so you know if everybody is yeah home or isolated or obviously this has been a tough year in so many different ways so I think to have somebody that's just checking in on you I think everybody could use something like that this year so very cool that you've made that a part of this experience and I guess I know I've heard you mention challenges are those self-directed challenges or how do you identify what the challenges are and how many do you do a month? Okay so um <laughs> Each of the challenges is self-directed um, and each person does one challenge a month. Um, so they're basically focusing all their energy into one thing. And we have a, we have a couple of like, we call them add-ons to our program uh, where people can like opt into those certain things. So one of them is streaks. So basically we have a document set up and like, like there's each day um, that's on the document and each day that you work on your challenge basically you put a little like fire emoji in there so I think that has been a really fun thing that our um, our team has done uh, to help get the cohorts really excited about working on their challenges each day um, and just kind of investing a little bit of time um, throughout the week to really kind of delve into their passions and making sure that it's a habitual thing. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. And I mean, what a fun way to use technology to motivate everybody, keep everyone on track. That's, yeah, I love that. And just out of curiosity for maybe those out there listening who might be interested in this, for, for students who are jo joining one of your cohorts, I know I, it sounds like there's an application process of sorts. Yeah, what does the application process look like? And are there any fees for participating in the program or anything like that? Um, so we have a uh, application that can be found through the link in our Instagram. Um, 
and it's a very quick application, just has a couple of questions, um, and then we'll get back to whoever applies in about a week. Um, and we actually are doing a push to open up um, our applications as well for the new year in January, because I know a lot of students um, have gone to school maybe and are returning back home after um, the fall semester. Um, so that is definitely something that we're going to be having uh, come out soon. And there are no fees attached to the application process or our program as we are student run. Um, and we also want to be accessible to all students, no matter uh, their financial backgrounds. That's really important to us. So yes, no fees, and we welcome um, everyone to join the program. I That is wonderful. And I think something that the gap year world needs more of is, is opportunities like this to be connected and have it be accessible to any students. And so that is great to hear. And that was actually one of my other questions was, Yes, is it a possibility to join the cohorts midway through? So it sounds like, yes, a student could join for, I guess, the new year, the second semester of the year, or can you join any time throughout the year? Yes, yeah, so you can join any time throughout the year. Uh, we are doing the halfway through the year mark as it um, we see it as being a good continuum of doing it for six months. Um, so that is something that we're doing um, in January, as I said, but you can join any time throughout the year. Awesome. That is great. So anyone listening right now, you can still get in touch with Tyler and apply to the Year of Mastery. Come join us. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Well, and Tyler, I know that it sounds like Year of Mastery is not the only project you have going on or only big endeavor you have undertaken. So what other projects and passions have you been exploring outside of Year of Mastery this year? Yeah. So um, I also am the founder of Afropuff Chronicles, which is a platform that empowers women of color through art and prose. So we are really big on Instagram and also um, we have a blog um, on our site and we also have a podcast and YouTube channel as well. So if you're ever interested, feel free to check those avenues out. Um, but yeah, that keeps me busy when I'm not working on the Year of Mastery. We have a staff team of, I believe it's now at 60 people from around the world. Um, so we have some people in London, um, some people in Asia, um, some other places as well. So that has been really exciting to meet a lot of different people from around the world um, and have them all working towards a common goal of empowering women of color. Um, so we also create infographics to just educate about um, issues surrounding diversity, uh, female empowerment, and also uh, things related to race, especially in America. Um, so that is another thing that keeps my hands full. Um, but besides that, I'm also working with some kids um, every Thursday, uh, tutoring them and um, teaching them about writing. So I lead a little bit of a writing workshop with them. Um, and that has been really rewarding and also humbling to kind of be a teacher and, and um, kind of working with young students who are so creative and imaginative. So they push me in a lot of different um, senses. So I think that that has been a really unique opportunity and I'm grateful for that. I have to say you are one inspiring person, Tyler, <laughs> with the amount of things you've taken on during this time. Um, and, you know, with Afropuff Chronicles too, is that something that you started in high school or how long 
It sounds like that is a well-developed project that you've had going on for a while, it sounds like. Yes. So APC was really started in 2017, um, but it launched in 2018. Um, So I've been working on it for a while, but quarantine and my gap year have really allowed it to thrive, which has been really awesome. Um, And especially during the time of um, like around March, um, the beginning of like, um, my gap year kind of process, uh, especially around kind of the time with George Floyd and things like that. Um, I feel like that was a really unique time, especially at Instagram when people were really paying attention to social events um, and what is going on around the world. Um, and I feel like that was a time when APC could really kind of emerge as a a platform that was really speaking out on a lot of different issues um, and educating people about things related to race um, and also just the experiences of people of color. Um, So I feel like that has been really unique um, and something that I'm really gratified to do each day. What important work you are doing, Tyler, and that is um, I also had just found Afropuff Chronicles page when looking at your mastery. And so did you found that on your own as well? Or was that something that you had, you know, a group of people that you came up with this idea with? Uh, I actually founded it on my own. Um, I feel like in my life, I guess, um, I've always kind of looked at myself as a problem solver. So uh, whenever I see that there's a problem in the world or something that I feel like needs to be fixed and I... I feel like I could come up with a solution. Um, I try and do so. So I feel like that's been shown through um, Afropuff Chronicles and the Year of Mastery. Um, and I just, I love the whole idea of like being creative and seeing what you can do if you, if you try a solution out. Um, so I feel like that has been really awesome to kind of see the different avenues in which I can um, problem solve throughout my life. Absolutely. And I I wanted to ask too, I know you mentioned before we started that you have a conference, I believe that you are working on for March. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about what that's about? So basically I'm working with two orgs, Zenerations and Dear Asian Youth, which are two um, youth-led and women of color-led organizations um, on Instagram to put on a women of color conference in March of 2021. So that has been really exciting and um, rewarding because I'm I'm kind of flexing all these different skills that I've never tried out before, like reaching out to panelists, um, <laughs> website design, which I've been doing a lot of during quarantine from designing the Year of Masters website, which will come out soon, to helping to design the Women of Color Conference website. So that has been really interesting. Um, and also just the whole idea of having the idea of a conference and actually daring to go out and try and do it, I feel like that has been something that is amazing in itself. And I really am proud of um, the execs from Dear Asian Youth and Generations and I for kind of going out on that whim and trying it. Um, What's also really unique about this project is because we've combined the teams of all three of our organizations. So the Generations team, the Duration Youth team, the Afropuff Chronicles team, you've all come together. So it's like a coalition of about 50 students, um, all from different orgs and different backgrounds from around the world that are just working on this. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, And it's my first time doing a conference, but um, I think it's really awesome that 
this has kind of been an opportunity that I didn't see coming, um, but is definitely in line with the whole idea of my gap year and trying to explore as much as possible. I have to say, after recently attending the Gap Year Association Conference, which I know you were at as well, the thought of putting on a conference is incredibly daunting. So, I mean, kudos to you for taking that on and and stepping up to that challenge. Is this going to be a virtual conference and how many days is it going to be? It's going to be virtual um, and it's going to be two days. Oh my gosh. And what are some, I, I guess, give us a little sneak peek maybe, are some of the topics or what are some of the panelists going <laughs> yes, to be talking of course. about? Yeah, so... Um, we have about six different panels that we have planned for the two days. So one of them is an activism uh, panel. We have a politics panel, um, women in business, women in STEM, women in film, and also women in uh, media. So a lot of influencers and people like that, content creators. Um, so I'm excited just personally to get to hear from so many women from across the spectrum um, in different fields and with different um, just ideas and kind of perspectives on the world. So that is going to be really awesome to just like grow in that way. Um, and yeah, and I think we're going to have a lot of opportunities for girls to um, network through our Discord and also um, to do different workshops as well to debrief after the sessions. So like that's going to be really exciting. Um, and I can't wait for people to just get to know each other through this conference and build a community through that. Oh, very cool. And is it, I guess, is your target audience, is it students in, in your age range or anything, or is it just people of all ages? Uh, students in my age range. Oh, very cool. Well, Tyler, if there's any way that we can help get the word out here at Gap Your Radio about your conference, as well as Afropuff Chronicles, and of course, Year of Mastery, we are more than happy to do so. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, I guess finally, I'm just curious. So next year, it sounds like you're college bound heading to Stanford in the fall of 2021 and your gap year will be over. Do you have any plans for year of mastery? Is this something that's going to continue on for future gappers? So that is undecided at this point, but I'm definitely open to continuing with the year of mastery because it has been such an amazing community. And I feel like I think there needs to be more of um, a push for gap year students knowing that taking gap year is not always just about travel, but also just taking time to do a lot of introspection and um, doing kind of the inside work, not always just kind of focusing on um, external things. So I think that that message can be pushed out through the year of mastery, and I would be really interested in seeing how that, um, how that can transpire. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how things go, but um, I'm definitely gonna feel it out and, and see what, what we would like to do with the Year of Mastery. Of course, I'm sure that would be a lot to have on your plate to be in school and managing you know, both of these really important endeavors, <laughs> um, you know, both Year of Mastery and Afropuff Chronicles. So I imagine that would be a lot, yes. but you know, certainly would be cool to see this as an opportunity for students moving forward. So I hope that that is something that can continue beyond this year. <laughs> me too, me too. Awesome, Tyler. Well, before we sign off, do you have any final thoughts to share with the listeners out there or any final words of wisdom? Hmm. I think one thing that I've come to understand from 
taking my gap year is that I feel like things don't always happen as planned. Um, and a lot of times we like to plan everything out and know exactly what our next move is going to be. But sometimes life kind of throws you um, <laughs> a new opportunity, which can sometimes be disguised as something that you don't want. So I think that my advice would be to be open um, and to really be open to exploring different possibilities. Um, and I think through that, you might see yourself evolve in ways that you might not have expected. And you might end up in different places than you previously thought that you'd be. But that's fine. And that doesn't mean that you would be better off in another situation. So I feel like that's been something that has really been playing through my mind when I think about how I would have differed if I had gone to college um, taking that online semester as opposed to going on a gap year, um, things like that. So I think just being open um, and also just, I guess, being um, having an exploratory kind of mindset about things in life is something that I've definitely taken away from my gap year, and I hope that others can too. I think if 2020 has taught us all anything, I think it's exactly that, to be adaptable, to be open, and to, I guess, all do our best to embrace, yes, the maybe unexpected things that have presented themselves this year. So um, you are a wonderful example of that, and I think a great inspiration for students who you know, might be daunted by the idea of a gap year or the financial, you know, um, input of a gap year or this or that to be able to really make something, um, for themselves of this time. So really appreciate you sharing all of this with the listeners and for being willing to just talk about your story with us today. Um, and thank you to everyone out there for listening as well. You can find Tyler and her team on Instagram at year of mastery, and you can also find her online at um, on Instagram at Afropuff Chronicles. You can find us here at Gap Your Radio on Instagram and Facebook at Gap Your Radio or online at gapyourradiopodcast.com. You can email us your Gap Your questions or comments at gapyourradio at gmail.com. And lastly, you can download our show wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And if you have a moment, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can discover Gap Your Radio. Thank you so much again, Tyler. It has been so great chatting with you today. Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye.